0: Welcome to the Shred With Science Podcast with your host, Dr. Chris Spearman, one of the world's leading online fitness coaches, an expert in metabolic correction and a global cover model. Chris delves deep into the most up-to-date scientific literature to provide you with the tools you need to live a healthy, enjoyable, and educated lifestyle. Yo, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Shred With Science Podcast. We're streaming live today into the Facebook group, and we're talking about age. We're talking about age, nutrition. Um, Is there a link between age and nutrition? How do you maybe need to adjust your food in relation to, let's say, your progression of of age? Um, And some of the scientific principles that govern age. Now, we're going to look at nutrition. Going to look at physical functional status genetics uh probably socioeconomic status age cognition gender uh, medical health status um, and generally speaking this nutritional aging process um, has got multi-factors it's obviously got you know there's a lot of um, you know complications that can happen in, in various different parts of your uh, metabolic pathways um, so we're going to discuss that for sure. Um, you know, hopefully we're going to have uh, a few of you chiming in live, which would be great. If you've got any questions, that would be amazing. For those of you listening on the podcast, welcome. Um, so, some aspects of this, anyway, you know, in in relation to, uh, let's say, the nutritional aspect. You know, it, it's important to address, you know, food access, preparation, food composition, food choices, requirements. Um, you know, but also on the flip side of the coin, when it comes to say, which is an area of, um, interest of mine is obviously cognition. So you change in, a, in mental status, your emotional needs, uh, mental health, health, nutrition, benefits, uh, habitual food intake, things like that, that can often change over time, you know? And I think, um, firstly, you know, first and foremost, I think, becoming more aware or having a better understanding of your nutrition first and foremost is going to be huge um and then how that you know plays out in your life now what what we'll find is uh, and this is very true for most of our clients when you know the cover model accelerator or cover model uh, academy is you know, they may come into our, you know, into our lives or, or, or more apt we, you know, come into their life, um, you know, in their 30s and their 40s. And you know, we've got some clients who've been with us for four, maybe five years. And it's incredible to see their health markers change for the better. It's incredible to see the benefit that that's having on on their life, on their family's lives, um, you know, and that they're going into the next few decades of their life in better shape physically, mentally, emotionally. And why is that the case? Does, as a coach, you know, and I know a lot of you are are often coaches that that listen uh, in on the podcast as well, um, you know, how does the aging process uh, change or uh, impact the nutritional programming or profiling that you should be giving your clients? And the answer is, It does. Um, and it's important that, you know, we look at, uh, some of the ways in which that can be addressed, but you need to have a basic understanding of what's going on. You know, in terms of like the physiology, we've got the gut health, the absorption, hormones, taste, smell, the HPA axis. They're all changing as we get older, right? They're all changing your gut health. That's changing. Your ability to absorb food, the assimilation of food, that changes. Your basal metabolic rate, that changes. Your hormonal level, well, that definitely changes. Taste and smell, that changes. Now your HPA, hypothalamus pituitary axis, okay, that will change. Let's say if 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 you're a man, for example, your testosterone will drop. You know, with women, especially if you're going through menopause, you've got a huge amount of hormonal changes that are going on. Um, you know, and, and this is something that Yes, of course, I would have done in my PhD, master's and my degree, but it's something that I've obviously delved more into when it comes to nutrition uh, in this space. Um, Then there's the pathophysiology, right? So, um, you know, you've got things like polypharmacy, multimorbidities, um, you know, different diseases, challenges, um, you know, and of course, as someone is going through, let's say, Um, If you're going through an autoimmune disease struggle or cancer or, you know, when you start integrating pharmaceuticals and um, the pharmacology of some of these, uh, let's say, medications, that then throws another spanner in the works. We also then have metabolic requirements. So your activity and and what that should be and your dietary intake can change, you know, for, for various different reasons. There's a social context. Okay preferences, loneliness, ability to prepare food, residential care. Now, this is stuff that for a lot of you listening may not be an issue right now, but maybe for your parents it is, you know, and, and maybe in, in the future it's something that we all should consider um, or at least be aware of, okay? Now, there's age-sensitive nutrition requirements, okay? So what does that mean? So, you know, personalized nutrition is something that, you know, should be should be a must for most people um you know everything that you do is personalized you just don't realize that it's you're personalizing it yourself by making choices but is it intentionally personalized okay so you know that's something that you know i really want us to have a look at and you know these podcasts are not meant to tell you anything they're meant to give you thoughts and a perspective and principles and then, you know, it's it's, up, it's not for me to say what you guys should be eating, or if you guys should be, I, I don't know you, um, you know, for let's say, you know, biological aging and health and nutrition, you know, that's not something that I can, you know, I, I don't know you if you're listening to this podcast yet. If you reach out, we have a discussion, great. Then that's so much easier for me, um, you know, or uh, you know, any of our amazing coaches. Um, but when you look at, let's like, say demographic data, You know, that can present a useful overview of population, age, health, Um, but what it it does is it masks a significant degree of variability um, in the health of people at any given age because it's, it's across the board, you know. So an individual's chronological age does not always relate with biological age, right? We know that. Some of you have a very young nutritional age, but you may be, you could be older, you know, in that sense. Right. So uh, and there was a study in 2015, I think it was a really famous study, um, a Burke study that looked at I looked at that phenomenon as well, that they're not correlated. That was a groundbreaking study at the time. You know, a lot of observational studies in twins actually highlight the rate of biological aging. That is it is not solely determined by genes. You know, that's been around for, you know, that's been studied for for the last few decades. Lifestyle factors. You know, excessive exposure to sunlight, stress, smoking, these have all had environmental influences that accelerate biological aging. Okay. Socio-economic indicators of poverty, you know, shorter time in, in education do correlate with biological age, believe it or not. There's been multiple studies, um, you know, that show that, um, inheritance of longevity genes also, um, you know, I think that, to be, to be honest, that that does correlate to about 50% of good health in older age. So that's important too. Interestingly, you will find with a lot of studies, um, especially with some of the genes that are mediated in, in the aging signaling process, a lot of these model systems actually encode um, genes that are far more related to insulin signaling pathways. Right. So more than anything, this points towards the importance of uh, metabolism in metabolic aging. So we'd speak a lot within the Cover model Academy and the curve model accelerator about insulin and the insulin signaling pathway or the rate of, you know, biological aging and, you know, that it's not programmed or the, in, the importance of some lifestyle interventions and how that can reduce uh, the rate of health decline, you know, with any age across the board. That's so important you know exercise and diet interventions obviously you know provide uh, strong evidence and have done for the last few decades you know even with our our students or you know people all over the world now that fitness is becoming a big thing with um an improved rate of uh, say biological aging and you know allowing people to um you know do things and and be more mobile be more flexible be healthier at a you know at a um at a, at a greater age. Um, you know, it was actually, you know, my, the thesis that I did for my PhD was looking at a specific uh, set of genes that, um, change as we age and it just happened to be in in leukemia. So aging has been something that is, you know, very close to my heart in terms of uh, at least my, my scientific heart, um, and trying to understand that. And we help And that's why, you know, bluntly, a lot of our clients are, you know, thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, you know, the, yeah, okay. You may see a few of our clients in their twenties and they're shredded. That's great. But the vast majority of, uh, you know, uh, uh, of our clients and and what we do, you know, cater to people of all ages, um, you know, and, and something like that is, is huge. Um, and looking at, let's say insulin sensitivity or, um, you know, the insulin signaling pathways around aging is huge. It's massive. You know, a lot of these genes, um you know like we said before um the the strong evidence for rate of biological aging with an increased longevity uh, are the consequences of caloric restriction so you know this has been well known that people that let's say restrict calories live longer now i'm not just saying that if you eat loads of food you're going to die young that's not necessarily the case but there are a lot of correlations between restriction um in, in, in calories to a degree, so it's all relative. You know, they did a study in, in monkeys that caloric restriction led to an improvement in muscle tone, uh, an improvement in immune function. And that it also delayed the onset of age-related disorders. This was a 2014 study. You know, I think this was in Reese's monkeys. Um, so when you take all of this evidence together, it really does support a role that diet can really help in the prevention of chronic disease and mortality right? So, you know, it really isn't a stretch to say that looking after your health, you know, your your nutrition, um, you know, be it, it doesn't need to be, you know, supplements or protein shakes or anything like that. I just being aware of these things, right? Now, personalization of nutrition for adults in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, to me, is huge. And I really feel like this is an area that we're going to be dominating in, in the next five to 10 years. I guarantee you that, like, th- th- we're, so committed we've got a team of you know 2025 20, you know coaches uh, staff members that are doing our best behind the scenes within the cover model academy to be able to say one day that we are um the middleman between the science the research and the people and that you won't always of course everything that you do should be backed by a physician but you know the vast majority of you unless you're healthy you don't see a physician you don't see a doctor so we want to be the change and we want to help make that change that revolutionary change and one strategy that supports um you know this health of you say globally aging people um is is to tackle the nutritional aspect of things right and you know for the last few years public health advice has been you know to address Chronic disease and um, a lot of the factors that are okay. Well, when when shit hits the fan, how do we adjust? But what about the prevention, right? What about you know the the ability to make sure, like you know, for, for example, niacin. All right, there's a minor reduction in you know requirements between young and older adults over the age of fifty. Requires iron uh, in in requirements of iron intake in postmenopausal women, and what we found is the small shift in dietary niacin nice um in this in essence uh, iron content in the nutrition um in your nutritional profile um is a massive factor in postmenopausal women and the aging past menopause um now you know most people won't know that you know and obviously we can talk about you know activity or um you know we're talking about arthritis diabetes dementia all of these diseases are, you know, coming on, uh, you know, in in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, that age group. Now, why does, and and, and I know this is the case, and this may be, this this may rub people the wrong way, but I'm just going to be honest, like, if I'm in my 70s, or my grandmother, or, or, you know, my parents are in their 70s, who's to say that their 70s, that decade of their 70s is less valuable than a few years earlier? Now, I know we're meant to, we're programmed to think that, you know, of course, you know, they've had their life and and such, but that doesn't mean we just discard, right? I really believe that, you know, and, and it's, it's you, you look back hundreds of years, the ability for us to live longer now is huge. You know, I'm out here in Dubai, um, it's beautiful, it's nice. And um, everything is clean. It's sophisticated, and they're pushing boundaries. And in you know, in what we're doing in science, everyone is pushing boundaries. And the whole point is to revolutionize the change of health, longevity of life, um, fulfillment, um, happiness. And I feel like if we can have a small part to play in that, that would be absolutely incredible. Um, you know, I think you know we can look at you know nutrigenomics, which is essentially the ability to um one day uh based on let's say your genetic profile or whatever it may be to tailor to a degree at least the uh, some aspects of your nutrition now i know you know that's a bit of a taboo subject but at the end of the day it's science you know if your body is going to be responding to specific uh, nutrients or um macronutrients better than others well then why would you not at least, you know, open, open up that, that book and have a look and see, you know, I'm not saying it'll, it'll be the be all and end all, but it's definitely worth addressing whether, um, you know, we can, and and not being naive, right. I think when it comes to nutrition, we know that nutrition changes, right. We know that nutritional requirements may change, right. Um, and we know that your body's ability to let's say digest specific foods or macronutrients slows down our metabolism slows down right now that doesn't when we say metabolism slows down people think oh that means i'm going to get fat eat quicker that's not just you know what we're talking about here you know what what we're talking about is your body's ability so metabolism essentially is your body's ability to um utilize food very often right And eating healthy is going to be crucial as you, as you age, um, especially when it comes to preventing deficiencies and other related changes, right? Muscle loss, reduced stomach acid, thinner skin, the ability to recognize hunger and thirst, you know, this is all related to aging, right? And as we age, a lot of the nutrients become even more important. Vitamin D, vitamin B12, calcium, these are all super important. Um, you know, a, protein, a protein-rich diet could help fight sarcopenia, age-related muscle um, loss and strength. Um, you know, and, and so, well, first of all, your, your metabolic ability to, to metabolize protein decreases. So, um, but like I said before, a lot of age-related uh, disorders um, has some form of malfunction around the insulin signaling pathway well, because that's the case one would suggest and studies have suggested that leaning towards a i'm not going to say keto leaning towards a lower than stupid amount of carb diet at least could be more beneficial for longevity of life and you know you'll find a lot of research to suggest that now, i'm not saying you need to go keto what i'm saying is just not taking the piss with your carbs and your food would probably be good um You know um it's it's well known that you'll benefit from a higher fiber diet you know bowls um bowels uh, you know issues um constipation um you know a lot of this can be addressed by increasing fiber in your diet um you know calcium you know vitamin d um especially when it comes to like bone health right um you know, it, uh, obviously we know that bone density decreases. It's even more important with calcium, vitamin D, and other um, you know sources of, of, of vitamins and minerals are going to be important also. Um, so I think it's it, it's huge that we that we look at this. But of course, there's all all of the other minerals that we should be taking that we're not. You know, potassium. Okay, so higher potassium is associated with a lower risk of high blood pressure, kidney stones, osteoporosis. Um, heart disease. We know all this. Magnesium, right? An important mineral in the body. Um, and generally speaking, uh, this is uh, you know a, a, a mineral. Elderly people are at risk of deficiency because of a poor intake. I um, mean, and listen, this isn't just for elderly. I think a lot of people could address potassium, magnesium, omega threes, iron, etc. Right. So, but the problem, the difference is that elderly people are more at risk of something happening in a deficiency, right? So not only are they struggling to absorb those nutrients, but they're also, there's also a bigger consequence if they don't get them, okay? So you're more prone to dehydration. We know that. Um, hunger drops, decreases. So when you start to build all of these together, you can really see that you know more than ever, looking after nutrition as you get older should be even more important even more of a priority right even more um conscious and that doesn't you don't click your fingers when you're in your 50s 60s 70s 80s and go cool I'm going to get all this down that's so important now that in our 20s 30s 40s 50s even 60s the earlier you can start Getting a better understanding of your nutrition, um, putting a lot of these principles in place, the better. And listen, you could be listening to this, you could be, uh, you know, male executive, you know, think, oh, I'm too busy, can't do this. Well, that's cool. But in 10, 15 years, when, you know, you've had a triple bypass and, you know, you you get faint running up the stairs after your kids, you're going to go, hmm, okay, do you want to start working then? Or do you want to have it under control? You know, maybe you're, you know, running into, you know, you're just, you just had a few kids and, you know, you're finished pregnancy term, everything's going great. And, um, you know, you, you're, you're feeling like, oh, listen, I'll, you know, I've put on a little bit of weight, but I'll come back to it later on. Or, you know, and, and it's not a priority, but wait until you're, you know, hitting your menopause and that, you know, or, or even suffering from, you know, things like uh, polycystic ovary syndrome, which is very strongly correlated to obesity um and being overweight um or you're going through the menopause and and you're struggling because you didn't address it sooner um for me the the most important thing is my quality of life my the time that i have with the loved ones that i have and to be able to do the things that i want to do you know yeah I'm, i'm younger than a lot of you maybe that doesn't mean i may not die tomorrow doesn't mean I mean to get it sounds morbid, but I think about it all the time. You know, every I wanna be, I wanna perform today, I want to perform tomorrow, I want to perform in 10 years, I want to perform when I'm 50, I want to perform when I'm 70. Um, and that doesn't just you don't have to click your fingers and 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 make that those distinguishing factors down the line. And you can, but why not get ahead of it now? And that doesn't mean joining a program. You don't need to join, you know, our accelerator program or academy or anything like that. You just need to be a little bit more conscious and aware. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, our clients all the time speak about is the value of the accountability and the support and the knowledge. You know, what we do is not a, it's not a dictatorship. It's an education. It's a going through principles and, um, you know, helping you know, really tailor or craft what we're doing uh, for the individual. Um, You know, and I think whoever you work with, that's what you should be looking for. Um, But yeah, I hope that's given you all some good perspective on um, age-related nutritional factors. I know there's a little bit of scientific jargon in there, but I think it's important to to lend a little bit perspective on, on, on that area so you can address it yourselves and also be, 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 aware of how important it is, you know, how important it is to start taking action now. Um, we do a lot of these in the, in, you know, in, in, in our Facebook group. So if you're not in our Facebook group, um, you know, drop a, you'll see the link below. You can join our Facebook group absolutely for free. Um, you know, I would highly recommend jumping inside. We've got, you know, thousands of people in there now who are getting a huge amount of value. If you're listening to the live in the Facebook group, thank you so much. Um, you know, we love, myself wade and the team we love being able to do what we do and add value to people all over the world which is absolutely incredible you know i think um to be able to make a difference like that is uh, is massively humbling and you know even just be a drop me a message if you jump into our facebook group is the best thing to do uh, if you're in that facebook group already literally just drop me a message hit me a message click my profile on facebook drop me a message and just say you know, hey, Chris, or let me tell, tell me maybe what you're struggling with, or what you think you need most help with. I can give you free downloads, some of our video courses, absolutely free. Uh, Just give me a perspective of um, what you need most help with. And uh, let's get in a conversation, you know, and see if we can help you make a change um, now before it's too late. As always, I'm going to leave you with the same quote that is completely apt now more than ever. Make the most of today. Because you will not get this day again peace yo guys i hope you enjoyed thank you so much for um spending some time with us and uh you know improving you improving who you are um be it you know your physical body um, you know, maybe your mindset and, and all of those things. You know, our goal is to add as much value as possible to those of you out there who want to change your lives, um, and you know, who really want to take it to the next level. Um, as always, there are multiple ways that you can, you know, get involved or learn more. Um, if you click below here, you will see you can grab a free arm guide, free glute guide um you can jump inside our facebook community which is popping right now that's where we put you know all our daily uh info you get all of our ebooks and uh you know we've got three lives a week you know it's pretty busy in there so if you guys want to take your training uh, to the next level uh, there's some ways you can do that for free um you can also book a a free cover model strategy call with me um and we can jump on and absolutely free call it's not a sales call it's literally just you know uh, where you are. Are you stuck? Um, how can you get to the next level? Um, I only do a small number of those a week, so there's a link below. You can jump in. Also, if you want to uh, grab my 21-day cover model shred, that is the exact routine and workout that I used for the 21-22 days leading up to my first magazine cover. Uh, supplementation, training, nutrition, cardio, uh, everything's in there. I um, hope that's been useful. Um, as always, if you have any questions, drop me an email, Chris spearmanfitness.com. Um, hit me up on IG um, below. I've also put the link to my daily LinkedIn articles um, which are going to give you uh, a little bit of science, a little bit of knowledge, a little bit of insight into what goes on in our world. Um, other than that, thank you for listening and I hope you're having an awesome day. Peace.